to encourage you, to equip you, and to empower you to fulfill God's divine destiny for your life. Welcome to another podcast, wherever you might be listening from, driving in your car, maybe actually grabbing a moment to sit still. I just believe that today's podcast will speak to you in a really specific way. You know, I know how much words spoken at just the right moment have meant in my life. I can think of times when there was just a word in due season that just met me at the moment I was in and wow, it is just a treasure and worth so much. And that's really what I have prayed over our podcast today, that this would be a word spoken in due season for you. You know, there's a verse in the word of God that talks about how a word timely spoken is like honey to the soul. Oh, how much I can relate to that. And so I believe, and we are standing in faith, that that is going to certainly be that way for you today. Well, I have just enjoyed about three or four days home off the road, and I have just been soaking it up. Typically, I stay on the go, and to have those days consecutively together has really been sweet, and I have just really been enjoying it. But earlier today, I was sort of laughing at myself because... I don't really consider myself a typical procrastinator, but there are a couple of areas that, oh my goodness, I'm just bad at and I need to get better. And one of them comes boiling down to unpacking from a trip. I am so bad at it. In fact, earlier I walked past this room where when I come home, I just sort of drag my luggage in there and leave it. So I've been home, I guess it's been three days now, and that luggage, this is so sad, but that luggage is still sitting in there waiting to be unpacked. Now I have opened it up and, you know, sort of pillaged from it the things that I need here and there, but I have got to deal with that luggage. And I don't know what it is about me that I just totally put off that whole job of unpacking. And I was thinking about it earlier today. I thought, man, what is my deal with this? Why do I put this off so much and over and over again? One of the things that you know, I realized is typically I don't have as much time in between trips. And so rather than totally unpack everything and then just repack everything all over again, a lot of times what I do is I'll pull out like laundry and dry cleaning, but sort of those other essentials of like, you know, toiletry bags and makeup bags, cosmetic bags. I just keep all that packed because really it's easier for me to stay packed than to unpack and repack over and over again. But then when I hit stretches of time like this one, where I've got more days at home, honestly, I have no excuses. It's just a very sad state of affairs, but I am gonna work on it. Anyway, I got to thinking about this throughout the day today, and something kind of occurred to me that I just believe will speak to you. And this was the thought that I had. I thought, you know, I think a lot of times in our lives, because we are so busy. You know, there's just so much going on. And then even when we're not busy, our activities are busy because there's so much that's pulling for our attention. And so I think a lot of times in life, we can fall into this cycle of sort of in our hearts, what I would call staying packed. 
So in other words, you know, rather than taking time consecutively and consistently to sort of unpack our heart, rather than do this, we stay packed in our heart. And I think the reason we do that is sort of like my travel situation. Sometimes in order to keep moving, we feel like it's easier to just stay packed rather than just deal with it and unpack our heart. But when it comes to our heart, you know, I think you and I are smart enough to know that, you know, this is not a healthy way to live. This is not living our best life, if you know what I mean. And it's definitely not the abundant life that Jesus paid the price to give you and I. You know, the word of God tells us that he came to give us life and life more abundantly. And so what is the issue if this is the place we have been living out of or maybe a cycle we've come into where we are living with a packed heart? We're not taking time to sort of just sit down and consider, pull out and work through what we've been through, what we've experienced, what we have felt, things we've encountered, things that are shifting and changing in our lives. You know, all of this sort of gets packed up in our heart. What if we're not dealing with those things? What are the problems that that can cause? What is the situations that that can bring? I want to share this verse with you out of Proverbs chapter 20 in verse 5. And it says this, Purpose in a man's heart is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. So purpose in a man's heart is like deep water. What's that speaking to? Well, it's really giving us some insight, first and foremost, that guess what? The purpose of God for your life and mine is not something that we are waiting to be dropped on us. God said it is already on the inside of our heart. But in essence, it's not on the surface. So I'm not going to run into the purposes of God, the plans of God that he's already put on the inside of me, sort of in those surface levels of my heart. The word of God is telling me they are in the deep places in me. So if I'm not living in a place where I'm taking time to unpack my heart, you know, it's pretty safe to say that we are never going to be hitting those deeper places where the purpose, the plan, the vision of God for our lives is already dwelling. So this is a big deal. But look at that second part of that verse. It says, but a man of understanding is going to draw it out. So a person of understanding is going to recognize, first of all, that taking time to unpack our heart, get to those deeper places is quality time spent. A man of understanding is you know, a man, a woman of wisdom that says, you know what? This is important for me. And this is something I need to do because I recognize that those eternal things that God planned for me, destined for me and put in me are already deep on the inside of me. And so I need to make sure that I'm able to access those deeper places in me. This is really powerful when you think about it. All right, listen to this verse. Proverbs 4 and 23 says, Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows out of it. Wait a minute, everything we do? I mean, everything we do in this life, think about that, flows out of our heart. You know, I'll be honest with you all, I think it's safe to say that if I am living with a packed heart, you know, I'm probably not doing everything from my heart. In fact, I'm probably living out of some pretty shallow places 
because I am living with a heart that is packed. And so what does that mean? It means my heart is bogged down. It means things are cloudy in my heart. It means I'm not really taking time to deal with things in my heart that I'm just carrying around and adding to and adding to. And so because of that, I'm probably, it's safe to say, not living or functioning from my heart. And that is not the way that I'm made to live. I am made. God made you and I to function out of our heart. And when we're not, listen, the only one that's getting cheated is you and I. We're the ones, you know, essentially paying for this because life is sweet. Life is sweeter when we are living from our heart. All right, listen to this verse. I know we're going through a lot of verses, but you know what? It is the word of God that sheds light on things and helps us change, helps us see what we need to see. And his word is what we live by. So listen to this verse, Proverbs 23 in verse 26. It says, my son, give me your heart and let your eyes delight in my ways. This is so rich and so tender and sweet. I I just love that in this verse, you know, God really sets up what he's saying to us. And I want you to notice, you know, he doesn't just say, hey, give me your heart. There is a posture that God's taking in his approach. And the posture that he is taking with you is the posture of a father. And so he kind of comes in real personal, doesn't he, in this verse. And he says, hey, daughter, son, listen to me. Give me, give me your heart. There is this invitation in this verse where God's inviting us to come and say, listen, this work of unpacking your heart, of sorting through what you've been going through, what you've been feeling, do this with me. You don't have to do this alone. This isn't about a deep, you know, self-examination. This is about a sharing moment that I want to come into with you and help you unpack all of the experiences. You know, maybe there's been some disappointments. Maybe there's some hurt. Hey, maybe there's some excitement and anticipation about what's ahead. Maybe there's a lot of unknown. You know, safe to say that there's a a lot of feelings that have yet to be expressed. But there is this wonderful place in our personal relationship with Jesus where he's saying, in this way, give me your heart. You know, I can remember when I first gave my heart to the Lord and then asked him to be the Lord of my life. And I was a little girl when this happened. I remember it still. I was in Sunday school. You know, this was back in the day when they had Sunday school before church. And, you know, we would have it down in in the classrooms in the basement of our little church. And I remember the teacher talking about becoming a Christian and what that meant and giving Jesus your heart and inviting him to come live there. And I remember as a little girl understanding this is a big deal, like this is an important moment, but I know I want to do this. And I remember the teacher inviting us to bow our heads on the table, you know, and and I remember my heart pounding and tears rolling down my face as I gave Jesus my heart. Maybe you're thinking right now about what that moment was like for you. Maybe it wasn't that long ago, or maybe, you know, it was a long time ago. Maybe you were little too, but that was the moment that you gave him your heart. That was a giving him our heart 
in our salvation experience. And we did that once and for all. But this other type of giving him or unpacking our heart with him, it really kind of speaks to what the New Testament talks about when Paul said, listen, cast your cares on him for he cares for you. I think when we live with packed hearts, in essence, we're not doing the work of casting our care. We're really carrying around that care. And so God says, listen, I want to be in this process with you. And so unpack your heart with me, cast your care on me and let me care for you. And when you do, it will free you up, free your heart up to live out of your heart. Listen to this verse, Psalms 19 and verse 14. The psalmist David wrote, and he said, May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight. You know, I think if you look at the life of David, he really understood the power and the essential peace of unpacking your heart with the Lord. And David did this. In fact, I think the book of Psalms is really over and over the work of David unpacking his heart over and over again with the Lord. And that was his fellowship with God. That was his relationship with him. When I do this with the Lord, listen, it probably would not sound very super spiritual to somebody that was listening in because I talk to him like he is my friend. I talk to him personally Because in that time with him, even though he is the Alpha and Omega, and I am awestruck at the greatness of our God, you know, in these moments, he is Jesus. He is the person of Jesus, and the person of Jesus is beautiful. He is amazing, and he is so real to me. He is my champion, my big brother. And so I go to him like I was talking to my friend, and I pour out my heart to him. David was also giving us an insight into a really powerful tool that is honestly essential to our lives. We really cannot stand to live without this tool. And David tied the two together when he said, May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight. Listen, there's something you have to understand. If you're living with a packed heart, it is safe to say that you're probably not utilizing this tool of speaking life to your life. If you're living with a packed heart, you're probably sort of cloudy and bogged down in the sense that you're probably not taking that time to declare the word and speak the word over your life. And this is a really big deal. In fact, if this has been where you have been at, you're probably paying a great price that maybe you're not aware of. Let me share this with you from my own life, and it might just shed some light on where you've been at. I can't remember how long ago this was now. I used to refer to time frames, but being on the go a lot, you sort of lose track of time. So I think it was quite a few months ago. But I had hit this place in my life and, and I saw it in the ministry God had given me where I felt like things were not hitting the timing that they should or maybe they were. And I felt like there were projects, things we had going on, things in my own life 
that I just realized were kind of stagnant and it was really bothering me. And, you know, the first thing I did was I looked at my own heart and I thought, man, do I have unforgiveness strive somewhere? You know, I couldn't really put my finger on anything. And so then I went before the Lord and I was like, God, what is going on? Now, I will tell you, being the, you know, charismatic believer that I am, I was ready to just go to battle with the devil. Like I was just convinced he is trying to hold things up and I was just ready for the Lord to point me in the right direction. And man, I was going to start swinging that sword at the enemy, taking authority over things, you know. And so I went to God and I said, God, what is this about? And I heard the still small voice of the Lord. And he spoke to me very clearly, but but gently. And he said, Jen, your enemy is not your problem. You are. Oh my goodness. You can imagine the shock that hit me in that moment. I thought, wait a minute. I am, you know, God, how can that be? What's going on? And again, that gentle, but very clear voice of the Lord. He said, Jen, when it comes to your life, and the ministry I've given you. And when it comes to your voice and using your voice to speak over your life, you have gone silent. In a flash, I am telling you, I could see it in a moment. And what had happened is I had just been in this place. I had sort of just fallen into almost like a default setting where because I was, you know, on the road preaching, speaking, and then, you know, talking with people and meeting with with leaders and pastors and going to lunches and dinners, talking and talking with people after services. And then, you know, in between time, catching up with people, family, friends, talking, trying to get, you know, caught up with everybody. Basically what happened was when I finally got down to my own time, I had gone silent because the last thing I wanted to do was talk anymore. I'm sure a lot of you can probably relate to this. You know, you probably feel like all of your waking hours are spent with people asking you things, wanting answers, questions to be answered, people talking, 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 and maybe at the end of the day or moments in between your day, you just want to be quiet, you know, but maybe you have found yourself in a place where things have slowed down and you realize that you too have gone silent. And so I had to make a command decision real quick. And I had to say, God, this is not a price I can afford to pay. And so I had to pick up using my voice to speak life over my life and declare his word. Listen, I want to remind you of something. Your voice is the highest authority in your life. There is no other voice that carries a higher authority in your life. There is no other voice that carries a higher authority in my life than my own. So if my voice goes silent, that leaves a great vacuum that is going to be filled with either the work of the enemy or simply things just slowing down because your voice is missing. So let's fill that place when we do the due diligence of keeping our heart clear and unpacking our heart with him and just realizing, and you know, I feel like many of you probably need to hear this right now. Sometimes I think we shy away from unpacking our heart because we're apprehensive of what might come out and what be there. 
Sometimes I think we just stay with packed hearts because we just feel like we just need to keep moving. But I just want to remind you of this. Whatever comes out of you, you need to understand that your Father, God, is not going to shy away from anything you have to say. You are not going to shock Him. You aren't going to embarrass Him. And probably, maybe most important of all, you're not going to disappoint Him. So come into that place with Him. Unpack your heart. But get on the other side of that and start speaking and declaring the Word of God over yourself and over everything that concerns you and get things moving again. Listen, I want to pray over you. Father, thank you so much for giving us a place because of what your son Jesus did, where we can be in vital union and relationship with you. Father, I just speak grace over every person listening, that Lord, there would be a grace and empowerment on them to come and find a moment with you and do this work of unpacking their heart that they might be able to begin to speak and declare your word and speak words of faith once again. And Father, we just make a high-quality commitment and decision. Father, it might be in this next moment, or it might need to be in a moment to come, but God, we just say to you in the very near future, we are coming for you, God, and we are coming into a time and a place with you where we are going to unpack our heart and cast our care upon you. Lord, I thank you that in that moment, you give us words to speak and say, to speak by faith over our life again. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Listeners, I want to give you just a weapon, a tool that will help you in this essential work of speaking life over your life. And this is my free gift to you. I am so excited about this tool and it came from my own life. It's something I was using and God really dealt with me that I needed to just go ahead and put it together and make it available for other people to use too. Now for quite a while, we have had available a small 21-day Destiny devotional. And it's been in the form of a booklet. Many of you might already have that. And in each one is a short, encouraging word. There's a scripture to speak the word, but then there is a bold declaration of faith. And it gives you something to speak over your life and really speak to your day before your day speaks to you. Well, we have just completed the audio version of our 21-day Destiny devotional. And so what we did is we went into a studio. We We had music track put together behind this. And then on this audio is every day me declaring this encouraging word for your life, this scripture from the word of God, and then this bold declaration of faith. And when you get this, it will give you something not only to hear, but something to say and speak over your life. So right now we have this 21 day audio destiny devotional available on our website that you can purchase and download. All 21 days are there and you'll be able to utilize that. But as our podcast listener and as my free gift to you, on the other side of this podcast, we are giving you a free sample. This is going to be day one of our 21 day destiny devotional. Enjoy this. But listen, when it gets to that declaration part, I encourage you to speak this over your life. Get things moving. 
moving right now. Listen, we love you. We are praying for you. We have a prayer team here at the ministry that prays over every one of our partners, our friends, our listeners. Hey, if there's something going on that we can stand in agreement with you, let us know. We would love to come into agreement in faith with you. You can reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram. Search for us at Jen Trangale, or you can contact the ministry via email at booking at jentringale.com. We love you. Hey, I'll see you back here soon. And listen, have a great week. Bye-bye. Day one, understanding your season. First Chronicles 1232. From the tribe of Issachar, there were 200 leaders, men who understood the signs of the times and knew the best course for Israel to take. If you understand what season you are in, then you can apprehend what the season holds for you. Don't fight your season, embrace it, and receive all God has stored up for you in the season you are in. Declare this, I receive all the provisions that I need for the season I am currently in. Spiritually, financially, and relationally, my current season is positioning me for greater glory. I don't have to make it happen on my own. I flow with my season. Day one.